Hello everyone, my name is David Smith and this is the Armchair Commentary. On this week's episode, I go into a very basic, very beginner rules for fantasy football. Things to look out for, draft types, league types, just some general things that you want to keep your eye out for. Also, this is pretty cool, it has been two years of the Armchair Commentary, so thank you to each and every one of you who have taken the time of your day to listen to this podcast at any point, download this podcast, shared with your friends, liked on social, any support given, I can't even thank you enough. I appreciate you and it doesn't go unnoticed. Without further ado, this week's brief episode, Fantasy Football Basics. What's up, everybody? It is David Smith, the host of the Armchair Commentary here. First off, I wanted to say thank you. If this is your first time ever listening to my voice, ever dropping by my YouTube channel, ever checking me out on Spotify, Apple, Ghana, Google Podcasts, TikTok, wherever you're finding me, thank you. On August 9th, 2019, I started out this process. I needed an outlet for my sports talk. I needed somewhere for me to put all of this information to create content and do something that I truly love in an area where there isn't a ton of sports work. So I'm doing this for free. I decided to put out a podcast. It has some, it's been super fun. It is growing nonstop. We are continuing to push. And I say we, because it is not just me. I have a team of people supporting me, including uh, my girlfriend, including my friends and colleagues who help me do graphics, who jump on this show when I need guests or I'm looking for guests, supporters who have contributed to either purchasing merch or sharing the podcast, downloading an episode or listening, anyone that's ever done any of those things. I appreciate you. Uh, We wouldn't have got to two years without you. And I am thankful every day for anyone that's listened to even one minute of me rambling on about the Montreal Canadiens or NFL football or the Toronto Blue Jays or any of it. So thank you. Truly. Uh, I mean it. Hopefully we can keep going another, uh, We're past the two-year mark at this point. As I'm recording this, it's August 10th. So we are past the two-year mark. So we are older than two years now. Let's hope for another, uh, at least another two years, maybe even more. Uh, This week, uh, I don't have anyone for you, but what I do have is a lot of people asking me questions like, are we going to do a fantasy football league this year? Now, if you're like me, you end up being the commissioner of many fantasy football leagues. And why? It's because usually that's the position that nobody wants. There's a few people out there that thrive on it. I'm not one of them, but you end up with a bunch of people who are interested in fantasy football or might be interested in fantasy football and they have no one to get the league together and curate the league. And usually what ends up happening is there are a few diehards Uh, I would consider myself a diehard. There are a lot of people at my place of work who are diehards. There are a lot of people that I talk to and listen to other shows that are diehards that do almost exclusively draft and NFL content. People are diehards. And then you have the other side, um, which are your 
super casual fans who like football and don't mind the idea of putting together a fantasy team and might be interested. It might be fun. Uh, maybe there's some money on the line. Maybe there isn't. Maybe it's just pride or prizes. Who knows? There's lots of reasons people play fantasy football, but they're not as diehard. And of course, you always have your people in the middle who are pretty religious watchers of football, but maybe they don't play fantasy sports because they don't see the appeal. They like to cheer for their team, but they don't want to watch every other game worrying about what wide receiver X is doing on any given day. All this got me thinking after setting up countless leagues over countless years, playing daily fantasy, playing dynasty leagues, doing best ball, doing auctions. If you don't know what any of that means, don't worry, we're going to get into it. I thought maybe today on the two-year anniversary episode, I would just do a beginner's guide, and I am talking beginners. This is the first time you have ever thought about going into fantasy football. Here's what you need to look for. So let's start off from the very beginning. There are different types of leagues. This is going to sound silly because you might think to yourself, how can there be different types of fantasy football leagues? There are. There are redraft leagues. There's keeper leagues. Uh, there's dynasty leagues that I mentioned. Uh, there's best ball. There's daily. Um, there's just a standard league. All of these leagues are a little bit different. Uh, redraft gives you a fresh start every season, which is probably what most people would consider a standard league. It means you're starting from scratch. You have no team. Uh, keeper league, you have a few players usually designated as keepers, people that you are going to keep from year to year to year. Um, Dynasty is a whole different format where you are given uh, basically the reins of a franchise. So you are drafting rookies after your initial teams are set and you're basically just drafting for the future. You're trying to keep people that are good long-term, not just flash in the pan, uh, one shot wonder kind of uh, players. You're not looking for the one week fantasy stud. You are looking for uh, long-term success in, uh, in dynasty. Uh, and then you have like best ball leagues, which is the best score for the positions that are done is what counts in your week. Um, you have auction, which is kind of a draft, and I'm going to get into diff different types of drafts that are available um, in a little bit. But you need to decide if you want to go into a full season long committed league or if you're looking for a daily fantasy league. So if you're looking for daily fantasy football, places like DraftKings, FanDuel, um, there are some other smaller uh, entities out there where you basically form a team under the salary cap that's given to you and, and you just create it there. It's your one week in, that's it. You're only playing for that one day, uh, usually yeah, you know, in football. It's, if you're playing, you can play Saturday only games. You can play Sunday early. Um, there's different options available. If you're looking for that kind of content, uh, I will be producing some later on. Uh, once we get closer to football season, I'll definitely be doing some uh, daily fantasy sleepers and picks. If you don't know what those things mean, I will be doing a daily fantasy breakdown, what to look for in daily fantasy football uh, and some terms uh, when we get closer to doing uh, fantasy football. So uh, that's it for types of leagues. You just have to know what you're getting into. So when you're about to join a league, one of the things you want to ask yourself is, what type of league is it? The second thing you're probably going to ask yourself is, 
How much does it cost? And this is important because you don't want to get yourself involved. If you're a beginner in the league, uh, you're a beginner into fantasy football, um, and you're really considering going hard, it may be worthwhile to do some freebies. It may be worthwhile to do some lower entry cost leagues. There are leagues out there that cost anywhere from $0 to, I, I know some guys that pay 500 to enter a league. I know guys that pay $1,000 to enter a league. It, and it's entirely up to you, but I think it's important to understand what are the costs to getting into the league? What are the prize payouts? what constitutes uh, winning or not uh, in dynasty. Sometimes they have highest points overall gets um, prizes. Sometimes they have a weekly where the team that scores the highest, um, you know, on a given week is entitled to a prize. And it's important, I think, to understand those kinds of things when you're getting involved. Maybe you're playing, uh, I'm in a fantasy league where the award is um, assigned helmet super cool but like it's it's not exactly what everybody would be looking for some people are looking for cash some people are looking for gift cards some people are just looking for pride and it's important to understand that because that tells you the kind of people that you're playing against um, once you're in the league and you set up your costs if you're the commissioner and you're deciding this um, I personally prefer a lower cost to entry because I don't like barriers. I like anyone being able to play fantasy football regardless of their economic uh, situation. But once you have that all figured out, you've got your type of league figured out. You've got your entry figured out. You've got your entrance. Everybody is ready to go. It's draft day. The next question you have to ask yourself is, what kind of draft is it? Are we doing an auction draft? And I'm going to tell you the auction drafts take a long time. An auction draft is when you're set with a certain salary cap, whether give a random number, $500. And every player is assigned, um, every player is chosen and everyone has a chance to bid on that player. So you could be paying you know, $350 for Patrick Mahomes and have to build the rest of your roster out of what is left. So there's strategy involved with who you pick and how much money you want to spend on each pick. There are a lot of people that create content on uh, strategies around different draft types. If it's a snake draft, it may be different than a straight line draft. Uh, most standard leagues do a snake, um, which is if you're unaware, uh, I want to make sure that this is for beginners. Again, this is a beginner's guide. A snake draft is first through the last place team, and the last place team will then pick first in the next round. So in those kinds of draft, in my opinion, you want to be in the middle because you're not having um, huge gaps between picks. But there are definitely, again, strategies for picking early and late in those drafts because people have been playing fantasy sports for a long time. And it is a billion dollar business. Um, there are different kinds of uh, strategies involved with drafting. And I'm not going to get into those here. Uh, if you're looking for draft strategies, you're definitely going to want to check out my friends over at the Sportsocracy. Uh, they are a live YouTube show every day. Uh, you want to check them out over at the Sportsocracy. They do a ton of draft strategy and draft content. Uh, they have a ton of stuff up right now. So you want to check them out. Absolutely 100% worth it. Uh, you've now drafted. And you're wondering, oh my goodness, 
I missed a step. How do I get points? I'm not playing the game. I'm not the one that's doing the things. How do I earn points for my team? Well, that's when scoring comes into play. So different leagues have different scoring setups, and it's important when you're drafting to understand what those scoring setups are. If you're looking at a single point uh, per reception or PPR, as it's known, if someone says this is a one QB PPR league, that means that is a single quarterback league with a point per reception, which means that guys that are catching running backs like James White from my New England Patriots, you see my Brady jersey in the background there, um, would have more value than he would if it wasn't a full point per reception because then he's not getting the extra points he's going to get for even one yard receptions. Every reception is worth a point, then that changes who you're going to target in your draft. So scoring is an important thing to factor in. The last piece of advice I'm going to leave you if you're a beginner going into fantasy football for the very first time is mark down players that you're interested in drafting. Maybe you've done some research. You've taken a look and you said, hey, I really want to target DJ Chark. I really want to target LaVisca Chenault. I really want to target Darnell Mooney. Just to name, these are not guys I'm targeting. I'm just naming guys that are out there uh, that are on some sleeper lists. And you've done some research and you know those are guys that you want to target. And you're about halfway through your draft and you're trying to remember. You need to mark them down. Whatever app you're using typically will have a queue available for you. And it is important to utilize the queue in between your picks. Uh, I recently did a best ball draft and I had no less than four people in my queue at all times. And I know you're thinking to yourself, David, that is ridiculous. I know who I'm going to draft. It's not a problem. Here's what happens. You're picking 11th out of 12 and the two or three guys you were thinking of off the top of your head get chosen before you, but you went to get a Coca-Cola out of the fridge and you come back and you look and you go, oh no, who am I going to take? And you start scrambling and you accidentally choose someone who's IR bound or has decided to sit out the season or is just not a great option because they released the depth chart today and they're wide receiver four. There are a number of things that can go wrong when you don't plan your draft. And my biggest piece of advice is as the draft is happening, stick to your strategy, write the people down, utilize the queue. It's simple. It's easy. It's not going to be flashy. I'm not going to sit here and tell you who to draft, when to draft them. Although I will have some daily fantasy picks for you. And I'm going to go over some of my teams uh, that I have currently in fantasy football uh, in the next couple of weeks. Plus we'll have our prediction show for the next season coming up faster and faster. I can't believe it's almost here. If you aren't already subbed to the armchair commentary, please make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you are. Uh, thank you so much for watching this. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on audio, I appreciate you listening on audio. Share this with your friends. I'll check you in the next one.
And that does it for this week's episode of the Armchair Commentary. I'd like to thank you for checking out this episode, checking out any episode over the last two years. I am super grateful and I hope that you understand that it does not go unnoticed when you watch or listen to the Armchair Commentary. If you are new to the channel, please make sure to hit that subscribe button. Can't stress this enough. It's free and easy to do. Uh, Don't forget, if you'd like, check us out over on YouTube where you can see my ugly mug doing the same thing except with my face on it. Uh, If you're looking for merch, check it out at redbubble.com slash armchair commentary. And last but not least, don't forget to check out my friends over at the Sportsocracy for all your pre-draft needs. Uh, Jeremy and Tank and friends uh, break down basically everything and anything you'll need to know. You definitely want to check them out. It has been an interesting week in the world of sports. Can't wait to do it again next week. Thanks for listening to this one or any other episode over the last two years. Be well.